Matters. My name is Mehmet Sirimjvenik, and today we're at Rice University, and we have an awesome guest with us. If she could please introduce herself. Of course. Um, my name is Elsa Shefflin, um, and I work at the Center for Career Development at Rice University, um, and I'm the recruiting coordinator and alumni liaison, which basically means that I work really closely with students, but I also work really closely with employers, um, and I'm the first point of contact um, for our office, no matter who you are. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, Ms. Elsa, can you tell us a little bit about um, what resources Rice University offers to its students in regards to networking and college and career readiness? That is a great question. Um, so our mission statement is that we want to educate, connect, and empower all Rice students um, in their future post-graduation endeavors. Um, so to educate them, we focus a lot on one-on-one -on -one appointments, workshops, drop-ins, resume labs, um, all that great stuff that, you know, just to help our students gain confidence and gain the skill set when it comes to really preparing them for their post-graduation life, whether that's graduate school, employment, you know, whatever it may mean, um, whatever, whatever it may be, um, depending on their interests. Um, we also offer just a number of um, fun activities, such as a career crawl, where we go see multiple employers um, in different industries that you may not think about um, or that don't come on campus typically. Um, so this semester, we're having an aerospace career crawl, for example, which is going to be really great. They typically don't um, come to campus, so that will be a great opportunity for our students. Um, we also have an externship program which connects freshman and sophomore year students to different employers um, just so they can see what X career is like. You know, we have students coming in thinking that they want to be lawyers, they shadow a lawyer and realize that they don't want to be lawyers anymore or they realize that they do. Um, and that's an amazing program and I always, I always like it better when they realize that they want to change their path. Um, simply because it means that, you know, they're getting one step closer to where they belong. Um, of course, you know, that's not always, you know, that's not always the case. Um, and we're always really happy whenever students are self-assured, all that great stuff. Um, we also have a number of employer events bringing, bringing employers to campus um, so that students know, you know, what's out there and employers that really want to take the time, energy, and money to come here and talk to them specifically. Um, and of course we have expos, all that great stuff. Um, but one thing we always like to say to Rice students is that, you know, we're here from the second you enter Rice to long after you leave. Um, we're here to make sure that you know how to fish in terms of, you know, in terms of your career, in terms of your future post Rice. Um, and we also want to provide you the pond. So we'll connect you with different resources, different networks, but we'll also teach you how to find those networks yourself. That's amazing. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's actually really, really original. We've been to many universities and we've talked to many uh, college and career services departments, but one thing we never heard about well, we, we've, we haven't seen a similar example of this uh, career, call, career crawl. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Of course, of course. So basically, um, during the midterm recess, during both semesters, we will take a group of students, probably I think we cap it at 20, sometimes that's our biggest, but it's a fairly small group of students. Um, we're a small university, so it makes sense. Um, we'll take them to specific, um, take them on the bus and we'll take them to specific companies, wherever it may be. So in the past, we did like an Austin entrepreneurship crawl, for example. Um, 
we just went on a sustainability crawl where we talked about what careers in sustainability look like. You know, that's always one of those buzzword things that yeah. students are really interested in, but they don't know how to apply that to their post-graduation life. Um, well, you know, we talked to waste management, we talked to, um, I believe like Houston Greenhouse, just all these amazing Dream Harvest, all these amazing companies um, and organizations out there that show students, you know, different ways that you can apply these passions to your future career. We've also had an arts communications and entertainment crawl where we went to like the Alley Theater, for example. Um, all that great stuff. Just, you know, different ways to think about how you can shape your future and how you can go about that. Um, so a lot of the time we have students going on these crawls who are dead set on that career and they absolutely love it and they want to know more. And then a lot of times we have students that have absolutely no idea. We had a computer science student coming with us to, you know, talk to an artistic director at a theater company um, just because it was something that he never thought about before. Um, and he got a lot out of that experience. Uh, Ms. Elsa, it sounds like Rice University is really like uh, on top of the ball in regards to widening vision. Uh, early oh, for yeah. the students. Um, this is uh, this is really something interesting. Uh, I'm just going to call it the crawl program. That sounds awesome. Perfect. I love it. Um, Ms. Elsa, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what a student should do to gain access to these services? Is there anything special Rice students will have to do? That is a great question. And honestly, just stop by, really. Um, you know, a lot of the time that we meet students, you know, whether it's during their first week, during their orientation, or, you know, their last week of school, you know, our first point of contact, many cases, is them coming to us saying, hi, I don't know what to do, um, or us going to their classroom and them taking the step after that to really engage with us. Um, you know, we understand that career service is something that is very nerve-wracking, you know? It's it's understandably something that students get very anxious about. I mean, I'm anxious about my own future. <laughs> Everybody is. Um, and our job here is just to try to make, you know, career services and career readiness um, more available, more accessible, um, and something that, you know, students can wrap their head around and, you know, say that it's okay that I don't know what I want to do. It's okay that I know what I want to do, but I don't know how to get it. You know, I always like to say career services is fun, but not scary. You know, it's, it's a awesome. resource for you. It's not something that should scare you away. That's, this is great to hear. Um, it's really cool. Uh, this is this is a common theme, uh, theme Ms. Elsa, that we've seen across all career services. The That's most good. important thing is stop by. Stop by. <laughs> it's so easy. Um, and we really want to see you. We really want to see Rice students, Rice alumni, all that great stuff. Um, I'm sure that you also see that there is an online aspect to career services as well. We have that. We subscribe to Handshake. Um, so even if you can't stop by, we have tons of job postings. We have tons of employer connections, resources that are solely online, all that great stuff. Um, just so that students know if you know, if they don't stop by for whatever reason, that there are people out there and there are opportunities out there that are designed to help them. Um, I remember my first day here, I was fresh out of college. <laughs> I thought that there was, you know, the classic myth that there's no jobs for anybody that just graduated school, which to some extent, you know, can be true. Um, and I spent probably my first day just looking at the jobs board of Handshake for Rice, and I never thought that way again. We have thousands of postings for Rice students, um, as I'm sure 
all colleges do. And, you know, it's something that is hard for students to wrap their head around. So whenever I meet a new student and they ask me, what is Handshake? Where do I start? I always say, you know, be wary of the jobs board because we have a lot of opportunities there and it can so easily get overwhelming. So be sure that, you know, when you when you're ready to take that step to look for internships, look for employment, make sure that you're doing it with a discerning eye and you don't look at too many because it can get so overwhelming. But there are opportunities out there and we want our students to know how to deal with them and where to find them. Uh, Miss Elsa, you talked about uh, taking a like uh, essentially taking a major and making it more applicable. This is a great service that the Career Services Center provides because yes. people are sort of locked in these uh, stereotypes for uh, career paths. Mm -hmm. If you're studying criminal law, okay, that means you're going to be a police officer, for example. Yes. Or if you're doing psychology, you're going to be a counselor. Mm -hmm. When in reality, you could go into entertainment. You could go into a whole bunch of things. And can you tell us a little bit about how the Career Services sort of gives a vision to its students? Oh, sure, of course. Yeah, so that is something that I absolutely love about working here, you know, is trying to get students to think outside of their major and more into interests, passions, skill set, all that great stuff. I mean, I was a, I was a Russian literature major in college and now I'm working at a career center, you know, um, in a completely different state. And I'm so happy here and I'm following my interests, I'm following my passions. Um, but yeah, basically we have a lot of students and also parents coming in saying, oh, you know, what can I do with a philosophy major? What can I do with a biology major? There is nobody looking for X major. Well, I mean, that's not true. <laughs> you have to focus on the skills that you have and how you can apply yourself to any different position. Um, so something that we have here is a cluster system um, where we cluster certain job positions, all job positions that we have through our boards um, and certain careers in different clusters. Um, so we have arts, entertainment, and um, so it's arts, arts communications and entertainment, sorry, um, finance, um, business and enterprise, um, we have sciences and health, we have engineering and architecture, um, education, social enterprise and nonprofit, and um, public policy, government and law. Um, just to name a few, there's one more that I'm forgetting right now. <laughs> um, but basically we want students to start thinking about their future less in terms of major equals career, because while that may be true for some, it's dangerous to have that absolute mindset. Um, you should think of no matter what your major is, you should think major equals interest, major equals skill set. You know, that doesn't necessarily equal career, um, especially at Rice. You know, we don't have a business major, but we have a ton of students going into business every year. And that's something that, you know, is fun to explain to employers is that, you know, looking at the entire profile, which they already know. Um, and it's also fun to explain to students, you know, that you can have a history major and then go into consulting, you know, just to have that versatility and to be able to say it's never too late to follow your passion. It's never too late to learn a new skill, to apply yourself, and to really figure out your interests. Uh, Ms. Elsa, uh, you said skill-based rather than career-based. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, sure, sure, sure. So I believe that um, especially this generation is going to be more of a skill-building generation. Um, I've heard that, heard that term thrown around a ton. Um, I believe that the next generation is going to change careers nine or ten times, something like that, oh within their first ten years. Yeah, in the workforce. It's, 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 it's a lot, um, and it's something that, you know, we haven't really seen before. Um, so what 
you know, so when we talk about career path, it's going to less be career focused and more focused on your skill set and how you can apply those skills, um, which is, you know, very stressful in a certain extent. You know, they have less job security now than previous generations had because they don't stick with, you know, one path necessarily, but they will be able to build a lot of skills, apply these skills and really find their place in the world wherever it may be, following their passions, um, whatever, wherever they may become, um, whatever they may turn into. Um, and I think that, you know, I think that we all um, at the Center for Career Development understand that what you want at the age of 18 is not what you want at the age of 21. And that's not what you want at the age of 25, you know? Um, your plans change, your interests change, and you evolve. Um, so it's important to understand that, you know, if you find your dream job at the age of 10 and you stick through it and you have a you know, amazing future, that's great. But having the ability to take the skills that you've learned and be able to articulate those skills um, is absolute gold and it cannot be underestimated. That's amazing. Miss um, Alson, before we finish, is there anything you'd like to point out to any new students or even you know seniors? Is there anything that they should do right now that could greatly enhance their, um, I guess, greatly grant them vision? That is a great question. Um, I would say just have the confidence to say, listen, I'm not perfect. I don't know every single step of my life. And, you know, I want to use resources that are going to help. I mean, even if you are completely sold on a certain profession, you know, there's always ways that you can improve, always ways that you can grow in your professional development. And having the ability to say, you know, everybody has issues with professional development. It's not an easy topic um, because it gets very personal and gets very unknown very quickly. So being able to say, um, being able to say that you have the confidence to succeed and you are looking for the skill set is paramount. And also understanding that, you know, you can have a couple slip ups, you can fall a couple times and it's fine. And that everybody around you is in the exact same boat. Um, no one really knows what they're doing, <laughs> um, but they're trying to figure it out, you know, and that's what we're here for. We're here to help you figure it out. We're here to make sure that, you know, you can leave rice um, you can leave your college with the confidence that you can always figure it out at some point and that we're always there for you. And I think that that's something that every single career center wants to tell their students. You know, it's never too late to check in. It's never too late to figure it out. And if you need help, we should be the first people, first people that you call because we want to be, we want to be there for you. Ms. Elsa, thank you so much for coming on to our show. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. Absolutely. Uh, and that is all for the show today.